0: Well, it's Wednesday night, and we want to welcome, on Wednesday nights, we don't stream to the general group that we would normally stream to on, on Sunday, but we've got a few people sitting in church here, and there are a few that will follow us online, I want to say welcome to every one of you, and I pray that tonight would be a wonderful Wednesday night. Uh, We have had very challenging messages recently, messages that would sanctify the body of Christ if we are still His body, if we are still uh, what we claim we are. Then I pray that God will help us to be sanctified because there's so much getting into the work of God. And so tonight I want to pray that God give us a great night. Join me in prayer. Father, we thank you tonight for the privilege you've given to us, that we can come into your house, Father. We can be here on this Wednesday night to open our hearts and worship to you, Lord, and to have our understanding touch when the word of God is preached. Let tonight just not be another service, Father but a service that will change our lives or direct us to change, Father. God, we ask you for your help. We know except you build a house, they labor in vain to build it, and except you keep the city, even the most learned and efficient watchman would wake but in vain. Help us to build this house, Father, and keep this city. Direct us we pray, guide us we pray, and lead us in every step that we take, Father, in Jesus' name, bless this worship tonight, amen and amen.
1: Praise your holy name, your holy name, it's a mighty tower, praise Your holy name, the righteous run into it. I from the storm praise your holy name, Lord. Praise your holy name, your holy name, Lord. We pray. mighty tower praise Praise your holy name yes Lord we praise your name today from the storm. the storm praise your holy name Lord praise your holy name praise your holy name Lord oh praise Tower, praise, praise your God holy name. The righteous run into, yes, Lord. Lord, we praise your name tonight. We give you thanks for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. We thank you tonight. All hem of his garment, but touch. I know oh, ¡Gracias! Yeah, the- yeah. Part of... So Call on His name, it's all
0: Tonight is one of those nights when, if it was not for the pressure I have standing, I would say, let us continue singing. It's one of the, You know, I feel like sometimes we can just sing and just sing and worship the Lord. Um, I have to remember this week, I think I'm going to go and buy me a stool, a higher stool, one adjustable so I can sit on a Wednesday night and talk to you i'm thinking how god is good in the year 2001 i fell off a ladder in the back of the church and my family doctor told me that in three years i'd have serious arthritis on my ankle and around my foot and i should not walk on uneven ground and you know if i listen to the doctor and just believe what he said i'll be a cripple in a wheelchair now, that is still future, but I'm telling you since 2001. And uh, I feel I'm a very active person, and had, a, had it not been for God, I could not be doing all of the things I'm doing. And uh, you're, you're thankful to God that God has helped you to remain intact onto this time. But I'm getting too old for this kind of stuff on a daily basis. I'm getting too old to be busy about things that, you know, uh, I study every day. Every moment of the day, I would have my tape going. I would listen to the messages. And uh, Brother Singh, why are you studying yourself? i tell you why I study my own messages, because nothing out there is worth the while listening to. And when I say nothing out there, I'm talking about the fellowship, I'm talking about what we're a part of and everything. I don't really care to listen to anything. I listen and it sometimes aggravates me. And so tonight I've got to watch my speech. I've got to be careful that I don't just presumptuously put out something uh, that will disrupt individuals. Recently, we've been looking at the nation of Israel and uh, my bible i love this bible it's thick especially uh, the old testament period it's, it's really thick but do you know from my estimation of it i would say 80 percent of what was written to the nation of israel was written to a people in absolute rebellion And so today, I'm standing here and I pray Have you prayed that Israel be saved? Yes Are they saved? No But I pray that God would save them So, what are you saying? I'm saying that the Bible is made up of so many accounts of Israel But it's rebellion and rebellion and rebellion And when I leave the Old Testament and come over to the New Testament I find rebellion again. Paul is not giving us messages that planted the churches. He's giving us epistles that's correcting churches and some exhorting some, but the churches are already built. And so when I'm looking at history that pertains to us, and when I say us, I'm talking about the early church history, I'm talking about Old Testament history. We got some history there that's shocking. And so today, I am not looking to Israel for example. Now I say, make a statement like that and a lot of people get upset. I'm not looking at Israel today to give me an example as to how I should do and how I should live because they need to get saved first. And when I'm looking at what we have, I'm sometimes worried that uh, we don't have a lot to look at either. But God will help us. The church belongs to God. And my prayer tonight was that He builds His church. Otherwise, we'll be laboring in vain. And here in Matthew chapter 15, and tonight I'd like to take my time and talk a little bit here. We've got... Uh, 30 and 1040 minutes for me to speak to you in Matthew chapter 15 Jesus is dealing with the work of God in his time and if I could have used the word body of Christ I would use it but I can't he's talking to people that are a part of the body of Moses And the body of Moses was the nation of Israel. And there were times when it was commendable. Like in the days of Joshua. All the days of Joshua, Israel served God and did not go after false gods. But as Jesus come on the scene in Matthew chapter 15, he's dealing with some people that are hooked on tradition. Uh, Traditional food and traditional religion are two things hard to shake. Traditional traditions on the whole, when it's coming from your past, it is not easy to give up Their roots of bitterness. Some traditions are good and some traditions are not even worth the while practicing. And so Jesus came here, and then came the scribes and Pharisees, verse 1, which were at Jerusalem, and they say, why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? Last night I was privileged, I was asked by this um, youth camp, big youth camp, a part of the Old Fellowship. Um, when they have a meeting sometimes they got as much as 10,000 people attend their meeting um so the youth camp they asked me i don't know where they got my name from if they really know what i teach and what i preach they might not ask me to do that for about 20 minutes to half an hour so last night i set this thing up here and the dean came with me and we zoom because they're opening that door I am thinking that maybe the Lord does not want me to completely abandon what's going on in Haiti and so I would like to think about it and see if I can put my foot into that right but tradition uh, people are hooked on tradition and it's not easy to shake tradition there are traditions that are good And their traditions that have absolutely no spiritual benefit And so the disciples were with Jesus and they did not wash their hands and they were eating you know like uh, Tough guys, I mean fishermen hard guys And so Jesus had this conversation with the Pharisees and the scribes And uh, it is important that we understand how blind the Pharisees were and how blind The scribes were. Now the scribes were the guys that will translate uh, right over. If you want a copy of a part of Isaiah, you go to the scribe. And if he was blind and he's reading something that Isaiah said that he does not fully agree with, I feel like he would change it. He would switch around. I mean, you're looking at a whole book of Isaiah. Would you recognize when one word is twisted out? Just like the king james translators they add little verses here and they take out little verses here uh, the the translators if the translators are not saved i would worry about a translation and i every day i worry about our translation i love my bible but i have to ask god as i study this book to help me to decipher areas of this book That would be relevant to our time And so when all of this conversation And Jesus had his little uh, conversation with the Pharisees He said in verse 7 He says you hypocrites They were condemning disciples Because they did not wash their hands And Jesus said And I, uh, he, he had a way of saying the right words at the right time words are important words are important and words might be let your words not be a result of your emotions always make choice of words and that is so important and he said you hypocrites well did isaiah prophesy of you saying this people jesus is talking to the jews in his days and he's telling them That Isaiah already told the Jews in his day what was happening He says this people The people in Isaiah's day as well as the people in Jesus' day And I hope it does not translate or uh, move over to our time." As we're looking at these scriptures, we must consider, does this apply to us also? While if we are guilty of the same situation, it should be applied to us also. Are we like this people, draw it night unto God with our mouths, and honor God with our lips? But our hearts, it says heart, but our hearts are not into it. See the heart? is important if the heart is not converted if the heart has not no illumination and cleansing process that god has started then we will be worshiping god with our lips singing songs with our mouth put a sanctimonious look on our face but our hearts need to be converted The heart is an important element. So when we lift our hands and we say, Thou art worthy, O Lord, are we really sincerely singing that unto the Lord? Or are we like everyone else, saying words with our lips, with our hearts not close to God, our hearts not dedicated to God? Um, Today I ask the brothers, I asked Brother Terry and uh, Brother Joe to get some uh, work done for me at the church and uh, Brother Joe, you did not know but I came, I came, I came and I sat out there and I put my stool out there Uh, when I came and I trimmed the flowers, went around and took some dead flowers off of this garden and then I examine the pain cans that I asked the brothers to put out for me because tomorrow... Why did I say all of that I'm saying? Because my heart is in the church. My heart is in the church. Um, sometimes when the brothers are sleeping in this building, I'm upstairs uh, walking through. A lot of times, uh, even like today is Wednesday, but tomorrow... I would probably pop in and check, make sure lights are off, because every time the light stays on, it costs us. See, when I'm looking at this here, uh, that is why we need to get back to where we were one time with an ushering staff. We need a proper ushering staff. We need individuals that will take the work of God seriously, because each one of these bulbs is 100 watts. And there's 600 watts in one of that fixture. And it's 100 watts per bulb, so what we got? Oh. Multiplied by 10, you put a zero at the back. Oh. 6,000 watts. See, if I was an efficient usher, as soon as church is done, those bright ones are gone. Off. They run because we need service, but we must understand that the work of God takes money to run, okay? You don't run a heater in the summer. It's costing us money. Understand? I don't know why I'm saying that. Anyhow, get back to the subject. You know, I get carried away. But my heart is in the church, and I wish we'd have other individuals who love God not with their mouth, but with their hearts. I wish that God would raise up individuals That would love the Lord with their heart Not only their mouth Amen. But is that possible That we never have that happen again? Very possible Paul before he died He saw all his men that were with him Standing with him All Asia forsook him Anyhow, getting back to the subject and so the Pharisees, Jesus said to them and he was very straightforward and I pray that God would help me, not to compromise the gospel I preach, but to be very straightforward. And one of the reasons why I would not like to go to certain meetings is because if I go to a meeting and I'm seeing things in that meeting that's contrary, I wouldn't preach a gospel for this church, church down the street. If I'm preaching to this church, then the problems that exist in this church must be addressed while I stand on my feet. And if 90% of the congregation love what they've got, even though it's contrary to scripture, I'm still going to preach. I might not have an amen, and that is why I really don't care for amens. I'm a preacher that don't need a band, I don't need music, I can stand up and preach the word of God without any pumping up the service. And I prefer not to rattle the apple carts, you know, rattle the, uh, the, the people's peace and quiet. And so, if I decide I'm going to go to a meeting, it must be what God wants me to do. I would have liked to gone to Africa this time, they had a meeting. But did the Lord make a way for me to go? No, he did not make a way for me to go. He made a way for other people to go. And that's fine. He kept me back here. And I love home. I love my own church. I love to be here. I love the habitation of where God dwells in this building. I love home. Um, I can scarcely, I'm still trying to go to Rochester for a weekend. And let the brothers run the service But it's not happening But the moment I find There might be a possibility That no one is Just maybe brother John Or one brother left here I'll be back uh, The most important thing Is the work of God And so when Jesus is telling These Pharisees here He says when you're Making all that noise And you're worshipping God With your lips Your worship is in vain Can you imagine an entire worship service is in vain, even though it feels good? And that is why, that's why it's important for us to understand that Israel did this all their lives. And when we look at the history of the Bible, whether it's Israel, or the work of the the body of Moses, or the body of Christ in the New Testament, apostasy was always knocking on their doors because it's so easy to get wrapped up with traditions israel came out of egypt but egypt was in their hearts we are out of religion out there in the world we said we are out of religion are we really out of the world do we really love the church with all our heart and all our soul and all our might i'm using a microscope to try to find individuals that love God with all their heart And all their soul And all their might And I can't find that And I have a fear That if I'm dead and gone The, law, the truth would be lost the, the vision of my heart Would be gone And guess what I'm going to be dead one day And I pray to God That he would raise up individuals That are not fickle and, you know, that's not what I wanted to talk about. And so while he was talking to this element here, he said, he says, um, hey, but in vain do they worship me. Their worship whole service could be one in vain because it's mouth, it's human mechanics, it's human emotionalism. He says, in vain do they worship me, teaching the concept they teach The traditions they establish The doctrines they tell the people to follow uh, Some of the principles that's uplifted in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the work of God in that period of time Is the commandments of men It is important that me as a pastor I examine things and I know we have some good men in the past and good men are good. I know I love men that are good. But good men is not good enough. Godly men and what men, God, uh, men that God raised up and gave them direction. Are men that we are looking forward. And as I look back at history, men of God in the past were great and wonderful. But I'm to find out what God wants us to do today Evil has advanced and we must advance also So here is what's happening When the heart's not converted The heart is away The heart is still needing salvation The worship is of no value It does not even pass the ceiling And so God said In vain do they worship me teaching for doctrines And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that which goes into a mouth defileth a man. The disciples were eating things without washing their hands. He says, a man in the sight of God is not what goes into the mouth defiles him, but that which comes out of the mouth. It is important that as Christians... We are able to examine our spirituality by what comes out of our mouth. Because what comes out of our mouth is important. And so when Jesus said that, the Pharisees got offended. And uh, Jesus told his disciples, they came to him in verse 13 and says, uh, verse uh, 12, this says, you know that the Pharisees were offended. They really got offended at what you were saying. And Jesus said in verse 14, let them alone. They be blind leaders of blind congregations that is, if the leader is blind, the entire congregation might most likely be blind. And he says, and if the blind lead the blind, they'll both fall into the ditch. There is no future for the work of God if the pastors and the preachers are blind. Pray that God touch my mind. I need prayer every single day of my life. I pray for myself. I say, God, help me that I would not say things that are contrary to what you want me to say. And please give individuals ears that will hear. But the longer we live is the more we see that there was emotionalism one time that kept people in charge. But as the emotions are worn out, uh, people just start to drift away. Uh, When the tree is shaken, that which is shaken cannot remain. And so Jesus, uh, Paul, Paul, uh, the scripture went on here. Peter answered, he said to the Lord, declare unto us this parable. He says, you're talking to us in a parable. That which goes in does not defile a man, but that which comes out. And so Jesus went on here. He says, do you not yet understand verse 17 whatsoever entering it in at the mouth, goeth into the belly and is sent out into the washroom later on. He says, but that which comes out of the heart, but those things which proceed out of the mouth, comes forth from the heart. And they expose who you really are. That is why, if you listen to someone long enough, you'll be able to know how deep their salvation is. Listen to me tonight. He goes on, he says, for out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts. The heart, if it's not converted, evil thoughts would come out. I draw a conclusion. I quick to judge, uh, be judgmental. If your thoughts are not controlled, you'll be judgmental. Well, why are you watching me like that, Sister Pat? I know why. I, I know, I know, you know, I got this... Mind of God that I know everything You don't look happy brother Jai I know why I don't know nothing If my heart is not converted I'll be drawing wrong conclusions about you Wrong conclusions about you Sometimes it's best You zip it The Bible says Solomon says Even a fool is counted wise When he holdeth his speech but the heart needs a conversion. And if the heart is not converted, if we're not converted, evil thoughts comes out of the heart. And you'd hate people. You would hate people. Murders. I don't like this one. I don't like you. I don't Come on, you need to be saved. Stop don't like. And love the unlovable. Yesterday, I walked by McDonald's as I was passing by McDonald's I felt like eating a hamburger yesterday, Sister Carol I wanted to treat myself So I'm passing by McDonald's and there was three young men outside And they were using the F word and the F this and the F that And I'm passing, you know And they're young, like, you know, maybe one is 15 and one is 13 And one, no, one is 15 and one must be 10 And the other one, maybe eight and the one that's 15, he is the boss man He is using all the F words So I stopped and I looked at him And these days you don't really concern yourself I looked at him, I said Don't you, don't you go to school? Did you ever go to school and learn how to speak properly? Why are you swearing? And he still wanted to swear one more You know, to show his macho-ness To his uh, The two little ones And He looked at me and he was angry I don't know where he came from But these days you don't tell people anything But I did I said you need to stop Swearing in front of the place And go learn some proper vocabulary So I rebuked the boy And I'm sure he cussed me when I went into McDonald's But then before you know it He was in McDonald's And then I recognized That the last time I went into McDonald's to pick up something for someone... I looked at the table that some kids were sitting at... And it was a mess. I took a picture of it. I didn't put it on Facebook yet. But I took a picture of that mess. And they left and they walked out. And I realized it's the same group. Uh, So I went over and I looked at the the young men and I said... "Um, You guys are okay? And now they're quiet You know, they came on in And they're not as loud as they were on the outside And um, he said, yeah I said, do you want me to buy anything for you all? They don't believe I should do that They don't believe I can do that But believe it or not I rebuked the boys And my heart went out Because their mama and their father Did not do a good job training them And bringing them up They're going to become, that's the future of Canada. That's the future leaders of your country. And if the parents have failed, and I look at the kids, and I felt this feeling that the parents did not do their job right. But why am I worrying about them? Are we doing our job right? Because out of the heart comes evil. Evil thoughts. Murders, you hate people, I hate you You hear someone fall down and you can't reach there You're not a good Samaritan You try to avoid helping individuals Because your heart needs to be saved Come on, children of God We need conversion And he goes on, he says adulteries Because your heart is not saved and uh, not only natural adultery, but spiritual adultery. When a preacher wants to hobnob with the, with the theology of the world and what the system out there offers for preaching materials, the heart needs to be saved. Every preacher that feels that he needs to get materials out of religion out there to bring to his people need to be saved. That is why we have to have a church. The church, the kind of church we have got that we call the body of Christ ain't going to put one soul in the kingdom of God if we continue to do what we are doing right now. And I'm saying again, Israel is not my example to follow, not now. When they get saved... I'm already saying, how will you know they get saved? You know they get saved when they take that damnable star of David off their flag. Then you know they got saved. I don't know where to pick up these star of reference, star of M- Molech and whatever else, host of heaven. We're not here to follow Israel. We're here to follow the word of God that God has given to us. And when Israel, I pray for Israel when they're converted, then I would look and see what's happening. They need to be saved. Are you all listening to me? Another preacher is going to come and say, you need to follow them. I says, no. We belong to Jesus. Don't follow an element that's heading into hell We're not even sure I talked to a Jew My boss, last boss was a Jew And I said to him I said, Jonathan What do you think is going on in the Middle East? He says most of those running the nation of Israel Are not real genuine Jews And he is a Jew And he says they already have plan. He already, the real genuine Jews Already have plan And materials to put up the new temple Amazing. And so there are things that God must do, but God must save the Israel. God will do that. They are a people chosen by God, but every time they're in rebellion, God sent them into a captivity. And today, we, the spiritual Israel, might be in captivity, and I think we are, and don't even know it. Because we're in captivity to the world And paganism and all that's going on in the world And we can come and sing praises to God But listen In vain do they worship me Teaching for doctrines, commandments of men And so, I got this problem here It says uh, Fornications, adulteries, fornications, thefts And you become a false witness the false witness is because you need to be saved Because you're saying God is saying something And he didn't say that you need to be saved And blasphemies You see, these are things that we must understand uh, That the scripture says in Colossians the, sixth, the fourth chapter of Colossians And we've got, oh, ten minutes to go So let's move with me here In the fourth chapter of Colossians uh, Paul is writing to the church in Colossae And he said here in verse um, uh, Verse 6 Verse 5 Chapter 4 Colossians Verse 5 he says Walk in wisdom He says towards them that are without Redeeming Buying up the opportunity When you meet people that are outside Walk with wisdom Walk wisdom In wisdom towards the people that are outside. Uh, Your responsibility, we're to be lights in this dark community. And when you go out there, you must have some empathy and sympathy and feelings for people. And if I'm supposed to have that for people in the street, like I did with these boys. You know you can't change them overnight And they don't even believe you I meant what I was saying But before I asked them There was a gentleman across from us Chan. Remember an older gentleman sitting there And he was just drinking a coffee And I looked at him I said sir Do I am I rich? You think I'm rich? No I looked at him and says Can I buy you something? And he looked and he smiled He says no I already had something to eat And I'm just sipping on a coffee I don't know him I might never see him again But I'm a Christian How much it costs For a coffee and a muffin Two dollars and thirty cents And the man could smile She does not take a lot To be kind to someone And be nice to someone And if I'm doing this for the outside If Jai's foot slip I'll cast him down? No. If I do this for the people on the outside, I shall love the children of God a little more on the inside. See, if the heart is not converted, this mouth will condemn and criticize and be quick to utter condemnation and judgment on individuals. We need to be saved. Amen. And uh, here James said He says walk in wisdom Uh, Verse 5 Towards them that are without Redeeming the time He says let your speech Be always with grace Seasoned with salt He says that you may know How you ought to answer everyone He says a Christian I must be able to answer everyone Appropriately You know I learned so much While doing security At a gatehouse I learned more than a Bible school would teach you. John the Baptist learned a whole lot sitting in that wilderness, whatever God was doing. So did Moses. What are you doing, caring for sheep? He was learning valuable lessons that was building his character. So was John the Baptist. While well, I sit at that gatehouse, Individuals will come. That's where I learn how to choose when to be angry and choose not when to be uh, when to be calm. Choose when to be happy. Choose to control your emotions. And someone comes up there and stands in front of you and swears at you because you're not letting them have a pass or something they need. You let them cuss cuss away. You can't be angry. There are times when you need to be angry But there are times when you need to be Not controlled by the circumstance You're a child of God Let your heart make that judgment Alright And he says here Let your speech be always with grace with Season with salt That you may know how you ought to Answer every man Amen And that is why in chapter 3 uh, Paul went on here and he has a whole lot to say in chapter 3. But I would prefer to turn over to James, uh, the little book of James. We got five minutes to finish this up. So let's turn to James. And James is writing here in chapter 3. He says, My brethren, be not many teachers, me not many masters. Don't just want to be in a position that you're going to be the teacher. He says, Knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation The more you try to tell people what to do And you know, this is a problem Because if I'm giving Andrew some advice And God did not touch my mind to give it Don't give it That's right Well, here is what you need to do Are you hearing from God So Telling me what I need to do When it all boils down I must find out what God wants me to do Rather than what you want me to do That's what has kept me in a ministry for all these years It boils down Do I need to listen to people? Yes, I need to listen to counselors. Sometimes in the mouth of many counselors There is wisdom And James says Be not many masters He says if in many things we offend all But If any man offend not in word The same is a perfect man Or complete man And being able to bridle the whole body And he talks about the tongue here And you might be able to read this When you go home He says even so He says as a big ship Is controlled by a little helm He says even so Verse 5 The tongue is a little member This little thing in your mouth Is a little member That boasted great things because how great a matter, matter a little fire can let this little tongue Can expose the anger, the unconverted heart, the evil that resides in your heart This tongue has its way And so when we're children of God Brother Godwin told me one time He says hang the fruits Even if it's plastic Until you get the real one Love your enemies But well, that's still my enemy man Love them Force yourself to love them Hang the fruit Until you can produce the fruit So when they look at you They see a Christian That they may see your good works And glorify your father Which is in heaven And so words are important. He says the tongue is a fire. Verse 6. A world of iniquity. This tongue. Not only is iniquity found in the church. But the tongue can be a world of iniquity by itself. Saying things. See iniquity in the church is when we are doing things that God has not approved. The tongue is a world of iniquity when it's saying things that God has not approved listen to me when we're doing things in the church contrary to what God wants that's iniquity when the tongue is speaking and giving advice and counsel that God does not want it's a world of iniquity that is why May God help us that we do not gossip those that have fallen. We don't. You see, in the body of Christ, a true soldier does not kill the wounded. Listen to me. When someone falls in battle, he which is spiritual, bear the infirmity of the weak. Don't have the spirit Says hey How come you got shot we <clears> are <throat> fighting a warfare Well he got shot man Shoot him in his head So we don't have the burden of carrying on, carrying, on our, carrying him on our shoulder No We In the body of Christ In the work of God Carry our wounded to safety Don't shoot him If I fall Don't destroy my credibility That when I recover I don't have a testimony Control your heart And control your tongue I've got men That don't see what I see So what you do I pray for them Every opportunity I get There's not any man that I know of that Criticizes me that I don't pray for You know what it does? Does good for me Might never save that man But it does good for me because it gives me that Christ-like attitude It gives me empathy and sympathy And the feelings that I should have And so The word Listen to me carefully, I'm going to say it again When we do things in the church Contrary to what God wants It's called iniquity When the tongue starts to talk Contrary to what God wants It's iniquity It's a world A little member But a world of iniquity May God help us To control our speech That our speech is with grace Seasoned with salt. A churin of God, it can only happen as God converts us. It's a need of conversion. The heart must be converted, for unless the heart is going to utter up all kinds of evil. And James went on here, he said in verse, I'm skipping some verses, he says that verse 11, that a fountain send forth. In the same place, sweet water and bitter water? He says, no, if you got a spring, you hit a spring, it's bringing up sweet water or polluted water. A child of God, I don't give you good and then give you evil. As I get converted, what comes out of my mouth and the judgment of my heart? See, I might say it, but if I hate you, I'm a murderer. But I don't like you man I'm a murderer I just murdered you This is a good night It is a good night And Paul uh, James went on here He says Can a fig tree My brethren Bear olive berries Either a vine fig or vine Figs Can So can no fountain Both yield salt Water and fresh who is a wise man Endured with knowledge among you Let him show out of a good way of life Conversation A good God. conversation here means way of life Out of a good lifestyle His works With meekness and wisdom But if you have bitter envying And strife In your hearts Glory not And lie not against the truth Verse 17, we all close with this, read together with me But the wisdom that is from above Is pure, everybody say that again Pure, then peaceable Then gentle And easy to be entreated Full of mercy And good fruits Without partiality, and without hypocrisy, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make for peace. What a night to be in church. What a night to be in church. May God help us and start with the conversion of our hearts that gradually we will learn how to answer every man. There'll be peace And tranquility coming from us as we deal with individuals that we encounter on a daily basis let us pray father again we thank you for this night in your house lord we are so amazed at how many times you can speak to us your children god let these words not return void let these words not just pass through our ears oh god and fall to the ground But may you save your people. Convert us from our hearts. Lord, the need for genuine conversion is there. Help us, O Father, and save us. We can't do it by ourselves. In Jesus' name, we commit this into your hands. Amen and amen.